All right. Um, should I open it? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh no. Oh, it's just it's just this podcast can marry an architect or buy a house out on the water because it's episode 23. Uh that's a reference to Sam Hunt's song 23. Welcome everyone to episode 23. <laughs> this dude, I was <laughs> clueless. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm glad you threw in the, this is a reference to Sam Hunt's 23. I, I already apologized in advance. You knew it was, you knew it was coming and you knew it wasn't going to be right. But welcome everyone to episode 23 of your favorite podcast, Waves on the Shore, with myself and my lovely co-host, Jaren, who is back home. He's not at college anymore. There's no longer going to be people army crawling through his door. There's not going to be people <laughs> running through the hallways and screaming. <laughs> it's bittersweet it's it's bit i mean it, like it, it, for you it's obviously got to be a lot more bitter but for me it's like man but we're, we're back in the old bedroom just like old times yeah. yeah that yeah last episode was the last episode in the old a lot of people i guess i i never really thought about it a lot of people thought that i had like set up i had my setup like in a closet because like it looked like it it looked like it, it. It's just my room is so small, and we have like open closets, no doors or anything like that. And so the that's just kind of how it. That's just kind of how the cookie crumbled. My, we'll say the room before I had a much better setup. Where <laughs> you weren't. You guys weren't staring at my clothes the whole time. <laughs> well, uh, no, he's but yeah, back. It's bittersweet. He's back in the it bedroom. Is. I'm still in the same room. Uh, shocker. Nothing is. Nothing has changed in my room. It's just gotten a little messier. Um, what is? Oh, never mind. Okay. I, uh, it's too late. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, no, nah, I thought I saw something, but I, and then okay. I turned around. And I was like, no, nah, I'm stupid. Um, man, I got to get in. I apologize, listeners. I got to get in podcast mode. I'm still just sitting here talking, but, uh, we got some stuff lined up. We've got, uh, not, not, not a whole lot, but like I was saying to Jaren before, it's quality over quantity. We've got, uh, two albums, a single that we are going, two albums and a single that we are going to be going over, as well as uh, the standard what are we listening to and who the frick to close it out. Um, unless you have anything else to say, Jaren, I think we can get going with uh, with these albums here. I'm all good, man. Let's hit it. All right. So uh, first up, I think I think we'll hit Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert, she uh, she dropped Palomino. Um, what was the exact uh, release date? Was this April 29th, I believe? Uh, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, so, I, I could be wrong. Maybe, oh, I forget. Man, I, I, I've fallen behind on New Music Friday, and my, my dates have just... No, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, Evan is correct. I mean, the sky's blue, Evan's right. All right, all right, all right. I don't know why okay. you're acting surprised that I was right. But anyways, <laughs> Miranda Lambert, Palomino, 15 this songs, dude. 51 minutes, uh, featuring some new songs, featuring some studio-treated songs that we heard on the Marfa tapes, which I freaking loved back last year. Um, What do you think? What, what are you saying? Um, uh, I It's a good album. Uh, uh, the albums that we're going to be covering today kind of had me kind of, just in general, I think albums this year so far have kind of been like, 
catching me off guard or like just making me feel unexpected feelings. I 100% I get you. Because, like, first off, I liked a Dustin Lynch album. What? And then he had made had a better album than Thomas Rhett, right? And then it's like, and then it's like obviously Midland, who's one of my favorite bands, one of Evan's favorite bands. Midland comes out with an album, and I in it, and I, it's a good album. It's a really good album. Um, but we'll get on that later. But I feel I have a lot of feelings, and I've already stated it before. But I'll expand on that. And then now we're this Marina Lambert album. Really, just snuck. I really, out. I really, I really, yeah. It's in a lot of ways, it's kind of weird. I've had a weird listening experience with it because the first time I listened to it, I was like, um, with acting up the opener, I yeah. kind of wasn't vibing with it at first, but, and that kind of like set the tone for the whole album on my first listen. But as I've listened to it a lot more, it's an album that's grown on me a lot, which is exactly what her last album, Wildcard, did. Mm-hmm. The first time I listened, I tried to listen to it. I took a chance on it the first time when it came out. And I was like, I hate this. Like, I actually, like, didn't like it. And then, and I think I only got, like, two songs in. And <laughs> I hate this. And now, the whole and, thing sucks. Yeah, yeah. The first two songs were not up to standard. This, uh, folks, look, is a bad I just, album. <laughs> I just wasn't interested in continuing to listen to it, but then, who, who knows what happened? I don't know why my mind changed, but now Wild Card's like one of my favorite albums, like ever. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it, and this one is kind of doing the same thing. I really like it. Like, um, like I love the Marfa re-release, like the yes. re-recordings, the yes. studio recordings. Um. But honestly, those aren't even the best songs on this album, I don't think. I mean, maybe it's because I've heard them already, and because of that, they're a little bit less They don't intriguing. have that, yeah, they don't have that, like, yeah. new and, factor. Which, <coughs> cough, cough, Midland. Uh, um, and then, yeah, like, I don't know. It's hard, because as I've listened to this album, there's a lot of... They feel like perfect sad boy songs to me. Like a lot of these songs. Like Tourist. Oh, see, Tourist feels very, is so good. Very happy, but also melancholy sometimes for mm-hmm. some reason. Like it's like she's she's singing about her life. She's just a tourist. She's living life on the road. But it, there's like, for at least when I listen to it, it, it's, it can sound sad sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's it. one of those songs I, I that's it. like, it, it's almost like, um, oh, how do I word this? Because it's not necessarily a sad song, but it kind of has this like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a tourist. Almost this like, um, oh, the words aren't coming to me today. But I know you. I, I mean, I think melancholy is probably the right word. It's yeah. not intentionally trying to be sad. It's trying to be content, but it comes off as a little like, uh disingenuine disingenuous but not in the way that like the song is bad it's the the contentness that can come off as a little like are you content there i don't know sure maybe maybe that makes sense maybe i'm talking out of my i think i kind of understand what you're saying hopefully you do yeah um yeah it's been a long day (laughs) but yeah like i as i've listened to it more i think i've probably listened to it five or six times now a couple of those times it's just kind of been in the background while i've been like doing whatever but i 
I've really gotten the chance to intentionally listen to it a couple times, and I... I really... I know a lot of people have talked about Carousel, which is a very good song, and I think it's one of the best. But I haven't heard anybody talk about That's What Makes the Jukebox Play. And to me, that song, I think, is the best song on this album. I think it's... Ugh, it's just beautiful, man. I don't really know how else to, I love the lyrics, but I, I just love the sound that it has. Mm-hmm. It's... It's sad boy. I don't know. <laughs> it's like perfect sad boy. It's exactly what Jaren's looking for. Yeah, and then Carousel's another great one. I'll be loving you. I really like Tourist. Obviously, I already said that. Um, and the opener, like I said, when when I first listened to this, I was a little, I was probably less than lukewarm on it. But now I love it. It's groovy. It's I I just really like it. And then out of all the re-recordings, the studio recordings, I mean. I think I like In His Arms the most. As as far as, like, how they were redone. Yeah. I, I get that. The Waxahachie... Wax, Waxahachie? Waxahachie? However it's pronounced. I think it's Waxahachie. I'm pretty um, sure it's Wax. Yeah. That one... I mean, it's still a good song. I think it's a little... I don't know. It's production feels a little jarring to me? I Yeah, I mean... I kind of like. I don't like... think I like it as much. It's not bad. I would still listen to it. Mm-hmm. I just. Don't I, I prefer I like the. Um, I prefer the Marfa tapes, Waxahachie for sure. But the first time, it was so cool listening to it the first time because I was just there like, "Hey, this is kind of sick." It's kind of how I felt listening to, uh, 14 Gears" by Midland when it came out, where yeah. all I'd ever known sure. was the Adobe House version where it's just like an acoustic version, and then you hear it kind of beefed up, and the drums come in, and the electrics and everything, it's like, hey, this is kind of sick. And that's how I felt with Waxahachie, where it's like, it's it's got some drums, it's got some movement to it, and I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's a complete, you know, I've never heard the song like this. It's it's a new, um, just the new spin kind of captivated me, but at the end of the day, I still think I prefer the acoustic version. However, I agree with you that, mm, actually... No, I'm going to object. I think, mm, maybe I'm not going to object. I think Geraldine... We just went through... What? I think Geraldine, as far as the re-recordings go, I think that one makes the most sense because just with the whole chorus, like, Geraldine, Geraldine, all that stuff, right? It feels a little bit more rocky. Exactly. It feels like it needs that... It needs those drums. It needs those guitars pushing along with it. But at the same time, there is something really fun about the Marfa Tapes version just sitting around a campfire and singing the same song. Yeah. So, uh, I I don't know. I think I generally prefer the Marfa Tapes versions of the songs that were re-recorded. However, that's probably just because I've had way more time to digest them and it's yeah. originally I what I fell biased. in love with. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably biased yeah. towards the original. But, yeah. like, I... I still think they're great songs. I don't think any of them were like ruined by the production by any means. Um, I think st- I still think they were all done really well. Um, and overall, with the album, I like it. Like it's one it's one of those albums that I don't. As far as objective criticisms, I don't really have any. It's not like I have problems with it. I guess. Uh, and there are some great moments, like you said, with Carousel. Um, 
What, I mean, that's what would be your favorite song play. on this album? My favorite. Oh. If you could, if you could think of one. If I could think of one. I mean, I feel like I'd want to go of the new ones because, like, you know, I, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, biased. Out of all, out of the new ones, do that. Or else yeah, I'd probably that. end up going Waxahachie. But, uh, man, I really like Tourist. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know if that's okay. a basic answer, but no, that uh, a good one. that's the one I've kind of been going back to the most. So that's the one that stuck out to me the most. Overall, I think mm. it's a really good album. N- none of it like floored me. I was like, oh my gosh, but I. I think it's a really good front-to-back album with a lot of cool moments. Uh, have we talked about Music City Queen? No, I, we haven't. I love that one. I I think it's just a really, out of all the songs, on, I know Geraldine's also supposed to be like a super fun song, mm-hmm. but I think I think Music, su- su- Music City Queen succeeds. Jeez, I like <laughs> That title and saying the word succeeds after that just made me, like, my brain shut down. <laughs> that That song... It, I think it does a really good job of just having fun and mm-hmm. just being this groovy jam. I love the B-52s, like, just kind of coming in and chiming in. And, like, like at one point, there's, like, a... They're just, like, commenting on what Miranda's singing. Yeah, about, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I love it, actually. I, I really like it. It's, it's a cool little feature. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm... Real, real quick before we move on, yeah. how does this album stack up to Wild Card for you? I'm curious. Ooh. Um, because, well, the only reason I ask is because I feel like when listening to this album, there's not really a song that I don't like. But with Wild Card, I'm not a huge fan of the song Fire Escape on that album. Yeah. Um, but I like every other song. So in a way that, but I also think that maybe I might like Wild Card more, but I still have to give this one time probably. Yeah, it's always tough um when you've had so much more time with one of the albums um i think i i I do agree with you in the sense that i feel like palomino's a slightly more consistent listen in in terms of like just every song liking there's no like ones i'm like eh i'd kind of skip that but mm, and I'm going mean, back and looking at Wildcard's track list, I'm reminded that there's a lot of bangers on here. Yeah, like I was just does. looking over it too. I'm like, oh man. I'm gonna be like, honest. Tequila with does you. pretty bitchin', bro. Bluebird locomotive, way too pretty for Piz. I'm just gonna come out and say I'm, I'm taking the Marfa tapes over both. But if I had to <laughs> if I had to choose between okay. Palomino and Wild I feel, I feel like Wildcard. I feel like I think Wildcard has a bit more punch. Um songs sure. like tequila does and whatnot i and it all this, comes out in the wash it's a big know. single but I, I still love that song i, I think Palomino i'm gonna go feels more tame to me what it, i don't know if that makes sense like i said that i think palomino palomino feels more tame to me oh definitely like less sometimes wild card can be a little bit in your face with songs like pretty bitchin or yeah or uh holy water or locomotive yeah i feel like but but you never i feel like you never really get a Super rowdy song, except for maybe Geraldine. Geraldine I was just gonna say, but so that's a, it's a little bit more. It is a little bit more sad boy, I think. But yeah, this it's a really good album. Check I it. It's out. hard for me to like give it a rating, but it's a good. Uh, it's a great. I would say it's a great, great album. Not perfect, but I no complaints either. I guess. Yeah. 
Alright. Uh, quick transition. Uh, for listeners, nothing changed for you. For viewers, however, now you can see our faces. Uh, did not realize <laughs> until just now that I was not recording my screen. So, up until this point, viewers, you have not been viewing anything. You're not even a viewer. You are a listener. And listeners completely ignore this because nothing changes for you if you're sitting in a car or whatnot. However, uh, with that out of the way, we are going to move on to the second album we are going to go over in this video. And that, of course, is the new Midland album, The Last Resort, Greetings From. I'm still not behind that title. Why is it not Greetings From The Last Resort or just The Last Resort? Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't... That There's a... That's one of the couple things that bothers me about this album. It just looks <laughs> the last resort greetings from. What do you mean? Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, it, it it's weird. I don't know. They're trying to be extra. That's yeah, always extra. yeah. They're trying to be all fancy and like. Yeah. But great album, if I do say so myself. We're yeah. kind of diving right in, but this is obviously. Uh, I mean, it's Midland's first full studio album since Let It Roll in 2019. Granted, they had the Sonic Ranch and, I mean, the Last Resort EP. So, it's tough. We only got five new songs and the album actually came out. To the point where, like, I knew it was coming up, but I completely forgot the album was actually dropping till Thursday night. I saw one of, them, one of the members post, like, oh, our new album comes out tonight. And I'm like, shoot, it does. Um, I mean, I don't know, how, like... I mean, 40% of your album drops tonight because everything else has been <laughs> yeah, out for so darn what, long. Uh, but, so, uh, uh, I, I, like, rollout, choice, me. decisions aside, all of that, uh, if, if you subtract all of that, I think this is a stellar album. Um, but I will let you go first because I'm interested to hear what you say. And my review's already up. So, okay. uh, my thoughts are kind of uh, out there. Yeah, back to what I was saying earlier about albums catching me off guard or just making me feel weird or whatever. I really, really like this album, but there's a couple things that I feel like there's caveat. There's a couple caveats that prevent me from feeling as good as I could. Maybe this is a really good album. I'm also a Midland fan. I don't want to make it seem like Jaren hate hates album, Midland so I don't. much, man. I He's don't. a hater. That's that's a lie. Um, but I, like Evan said earlier, I hate the rollout, man. I hate it because like when it was releasing, look, look, bro, on Friday when this album came out, <laughs> I was like, I feel like something came out today. And then it didn't, it, it took me until like 8 PM to be like, Oh wait, <laughs> the middle album, album came out. Yeah. And it's, and, and then I'm listening to it. And every time I listen to this album, I'm, it feels weird because the songs from the EP will come out, come on, and I'll be like, oh yeah, these are the songs from the EP. And so, but then these other songs play, and then I'm like, it just feels weird to me. I don't know, I'm still like in this headspace that these five songs belong on the EP. I completely And then, and on top of that, yeah, and on top of that, I've already heard Long Neck Way to Go and The Last Resort. And if I'm being honest... <sighs> Most of the other five songs, four of the five songs that we hadn't heard yet were the weakest ones, in my opinion. They're not bad. 
but and I, I think wouldn't necessarily heard, argue. I think the like I yeah, think the EP the only, stretch the, is the strongest stretch on the album. Yeah, the only one that I think is not that isn't Say it. What, lower up here is Life Ain't yeah. Fair. Life Ain't Fair is really good. I think King of Saturday Night is probably the worst one on this album. I'm not saying it's trash, but it. I like it when the when Jess and uh, who's the other Jess Cameron. and who's the other guy Cameron. I like it when Jess and Cameron have their own songs. I do, but King of Saturday Night. It just it feels kind of. I don't know. It feels weird. It doesn't it's feel bad. like a Midland song. I guess that and that was my that was my main criticism review. of the song was like. It, there's no yeah. pers- there's no character to it. It just feels like an imitation of an Eagles song. Yeah. Um, like I, you can't even recognize it's Cam singing, um, which is different because like on Let It Roll, I, I mean I, I think two of the strongest moments were, uh, yeah, Lost in the Night and Roll Away. Yeah. And granted, I mean roll just, away just is such a good, it's so song. good yeah. when it's it when really it stops, song. but then the drums come back in at the end and you get the yeah. full. It's like yeah. ah. Yep. But, uh, yep. and I mean, Jess still delivered big time with his moment on this album, but Cameron, I think, uh, is it the worst think... on the album? I think, I don't know why, Bury Me in Blue Jeans just hasn't, hasn't stuck with me. Like, I, I still th- feel like it, mm. I still think it feels like a I, Thomas Rhett yeah. song in a way. It just feels the least, like, Maybe. interesting of the ones here. The least, um, they have the least, like, character to them. But, uh, sure. I, I agree. I, I think the EP is, the, and I think the songs that are on the EP are like mm. really good. Like, I mean, I gave the EP an incredibly high score when it came out. Cause I do think those five songs are fantastic. Those five songs but, are fantastic though. But they the, are. The, the That's whole what makes me just... mad. It makes me mad that we had, I just don't get it. Please stop doing this crap. I know. It's <laughs> like, it's such a stark difference Please because stop. I can remember um so vividly waiting for the um let it roll album in 2019 like i can remember everything that happened that night i remember it was announced like in march and i was like bro august 22nd or whenever it came out it's like that day's never gonna happen but then it was so hype it was the first time i stayed up till midnight to listen to an album and but then you fast forward to the next midland album and it's like i completely forgot it was even coming out until like three hours before it came out and then yeah. I went to bed because I was like, I got school tomorrow. I'm not staying up to listen to five songs. <laughs> but it, it, it it's weird, man. I really want to vent my thoughts in a video, and I will at some point. Um, yeah, I, it's, I don't know. To me, so far, with as far as artists rolling out albums, this one has been the worst offense, yeah. at least in my in my eyes. Like, I know, like, Cody Johnson released, like, half of his album. This is weird, man. But you still but, had nine new songs. But you still had nine new songs. And I think nine of... I, he didn't... The thing is, he also didn't release all of his best songs. At, yeah! At the, that's the other like, thing, like, right? You still got they, absolute heaters when the album actually came out. Yeah, like, are you freaking kidding me? And it's not um, that the Midland songs but, yeah. are bad. I wouldn't have given the album a nine out of ten yeah. if I thought they dropped five duds on an album but like they don't outshine the other moments like i I still when i go to that album if i unless i'm listening to the whole thing i'm still gonna go to that stretch that includes the ep songs Um, yeah because i think they are absolutely stellar but um 
Yeah, Midland album. I think it's I think it's really good. I like the concept. I like the at like the whole building the environment up, and the whole resort theme. I really like it. I think it it came together really well. I think it's very fitting for Midland because they're kind of just these like goofy guys from, you know, South. Eh, I almost said South Troll, but like you know Central <laughs> South Texas area. South um, Troll. <laughs> I oh like it's been a long day. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, any anything else you want to say on the Midland album? Um, yeah, I do want to say one more thing. I think we kind of crapped on King of Saturday Night a lot. It's not a horrible song, and it definitely it's not bad because Cam Cameron's uh, Cameron does the vocals. Yeah, I know that, he can do well on vocals. That's not the problem. It's just. Yeah, it's just a little weird. I don't know. It's a bit out there. I really, I do really do like this album. It's just I could, I could definitely see myself liking it a lot more. <laughs> I, I think part of it's just, I don't know. It just this almost like a goes bitterness to towards it. Marketing of... and like rollout and all this other stuff really does have an effect on. Yeah, it's it's almost like this pent up like bitterness towards the album simply because of the way it's been rolled out. Like, even myself, I, I was pretty annoyed, and so it's like when the album came out, it's like, this is a really good album, but, like, I almost have this, like, internal, like, um, disapproval simply because I, I wasn't excited. Like, I, I, I'm always excited for New Midland music, but this album, I was just kind of, like, deflated. It's like, like <laughs> yeah, like, what, are, are yeah. you going to drop, like two more pre-releases like does the entire album like the last song come out one day like imagine if you got like a, a 12 song album 10 are already out and it's like hey my new album comes out oh. in a month and it's like no two songs come out you just reminded me of something that luke combs said i he was said gonna save this for Instagram. my bro do we want to talk about this because i was gonna i was gonna save this for my Video I do on album talk moments. A, and talk a, talk I, about it in your video. Like, no, 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 no. Like, because I'm, no, we'll, we'll I'm still going to use it. But if you want to talk about that here, I'm more well, than happy no. to critique this. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. I was going to tell you, we'll still talk about it. And you can just talk about it in your video. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Okay, um, no, no, let me read this out. I saved it. I, I think I screenshotted it. I hated it. I don't. And I, I love. Like, bro, I love Luke Combs, <laughs> right? Great artist. He's got a lot of great music. Follows me on Instagram too, which is like still crazy. But he posted this thing, crazy, bro. and here's what it says. Uh, it made me kind of upset. Yeah, I was like, bro, what do you mean? Like, try this dude's trying to justify releasing half of an album before it comes out. Here's what he said. Basically, crazy thing is, I've only ever posted about or played live six of the twelve songs on the new album. So y'all have not heard half of the songs. <laughs> like, yes, that's a that's a. <laughs> we, we the Bruh. problem is we've heard half of the songs. <laughs> Bruh, no, a year ago, normal album behavior was that we'd only heard two or three songs on a. And now it's track weird album. that we have only and heard now, half of it. Yeah. What do you mean? And now it's a privilege only. that we haven't heard eight tracks yet. Like, bro, please stop. Don't. don't Dude, it's crazy. Stop. Like, you guys haven't heard the whole album yet. Let No! No, we haven't! Because it hasn't come out yet! June 24th, it comes out. Okay? Like... Oh my gosh. Wow, what a crazy thing. Like, nah! Stop giving me so much music, bro. 
<laughs> it's infuriating. It's like I, I don't yeah. want to listen to this yet. I want to get. I it do. All I. The thing is, there's a lot of people that aren't just aren't gonna care because they're not like us and they don't listen to. They just they're they not. Don't listen, they don't they, have they these eat up elite singles. music habits. They eat up singles and they don't. They don't listen to albums. Then they, I would say, they're just music uh, better. Yeah, they're low lives. <laughs> that was a joke, but they're not elitist <laughs> like us. I just the thing is, I know Tom's kind of like that, and I. I respect Tom's opinion. I respect his taste in music and stuff like that. Some people really do. They just digest, like, they just digest stuff differently. Like um, my buddy Will, who did one of the intros like four or five episodes ago, um, he, it's really hard for him to listen to an album. Like, he, it kills me. Uh, but like last week when I was around him before he left to go home from college. He was sitting next to me, um, and he's listening to, crap, what, I don't remember what album it was, but he's listening to an album that I really like, and he's playing a song and skipping to about a minute and 20 seconds in, and he's, like, trying to find out if he likes the song, and I'm like, bro, bro, just play the song, listen to the whole song, like, give it a chance, but this dude is, like, skip, he's, like, skipping through parts, he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is a good song. And I'm like, Will. I'm going to talk and about Will, if you're listening to this episode. I'm going to talk about a traumatizing experience. I need you to stop. <laughs> I love you, though. I'm, I love you, Will. I'm going to discuss yeah. a traumatizing experience, right? Okay, so go ahead. It is pretty... I've said it before. My favorite album of all time is Frank Ocean's Blonde. If that album was a person, I'd probably marry it. Uh, but... So I recommended it to a friend. I was like, oh, hey, no. this is literally my favorite album of all time. Hands down, <laughs> no discussion. So like, no pressure to like it, but just know, right? This is Just my... know that I'll cry like a loser if you tell me it's bad. Yeah, because it like regardless of what you think, it is that like to my friend, I'm like, you know, like you can think it's not the best thing of all time, but it is. So just live knowing you're wrong. But <laughs> Anyways, I didn't say that. But I was just like, hey, like, I, th- this is honestly my favorite album, and I think you will actually like it. Like, I, And the person does. But I was like, all right. They're like, okay, I'm going to listen to it. I'm like, okay. And then, like, ten minutes later, they, they snap me a picture, and they're oh, listening no. to Siegfried. And I'm like, ah? Ten minutes in? You're on the 15th song? What? And I was like... And then I was like, wait. How are you already, like... (laughs) How are you already at the 15th song, bro? Like, you started this, like, 10 minutes ago. And she's just like, oh, I just shuffled it. Oh, no! You what? Oh, Oh, no! You did did what with me? You shuffled it! One of my least, one of my least favorite things in the world is when I'll click on an album. Like I'll be listening to something on. Also, shuffle, wait, like, no, 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 playlist. real quick. I apologize if what? I just completely like deafened listeners. You've already gotten I, pretty loud a couple of times. I so look. I I apologize. Can... I'll try and compress my audio so I don't kill you guys. But but look, when you're when you're gonna shuffle blonde on the first listen through, like I bounce around blonde sometimes, but like. You know, the first time th- that's got to be a front. Like you're, like you're trying to like di- you're trying to digest an album for the first time. You should yeah. probably just listen to it. Yeah, How yeah. it's meant to be I, ordered. 
Yeah, yeah. One of my least favorite things is, like, I'll be listening to a playlist on shuffle, or like, I'll be I've, sometimes my thing will just be on shuffle, and then I'll click on an album, and my phone will still be on shuffle, and then I'm like, and then like, once the second that. song isn't the first song, then I'm like, hey yo, can't have this. Yep, yep. I know that. And so I'll, I'll turn off shuffle, and then I'll go to the second track, and then everything is right in the world. You know. Like, also, I um, <laughs> sorry. Now I'm thinking about Frank Ocean. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to talk about something I'm doing for school. Uh, I'm in an English class. Right. My grade 12 English class. I, I don't like it. Okay? <laughs> okay. I, I don't. Because right. everyone knows how English is, right? Everyone knows the teacher's views. And everyone knows if you don't agree with the teacher, you're going to get a bad mark. And my teacher's like the, the, the... I'm assuming you know the stereotype I'm talking about. I've had teachers like that, but they weren't English teachers. I actually really oh. liked my English classes. Over here, we but... have the most like stereotypical English teachers. Sure. And so anyways, I, I have just lied this whole semester, right? Like, anytime there's an opinion-based thing, it's just like, what do I think my teacher wants to hear? And I just type that. But anyways, every now and then I have fun. And we had an assignment. Oh, no. <laughs> every now and then I have fun. It, I'm still not done it. <laughs> okay. I still have to tweak okay. it a little bit. But I'll okay. read you what I have so far. And here's the assignment. We had to write... Uh, what was it called? Our, our creative writing thing, whatever. So we had to write one to two pages about a certain thing. There were different topics we could choose from. Uh, and you have to use, like, literary and rhetorical devices. So, like, you know, rhetorical questions or, like, alliteration. And explain why you chose to do it, right? Whatever. No one cares about that part. But... Um, the assignment is like, discuss one of these things and use one to two pages, like your most, your proudest moment, your most embarrassing moment. Um, <clears throat> there were a few others, but the, there was one that stuck out to me and it was like, what it's like to be dot, dot, dot. And then because it's an English class, right? She had some examples and it, it's like, what it's like to live with social anxiety and stuff like this. These are her examples. I'm like, ah, deep yeah and by the way i say that i don't mean this to make fun of any of that stuff i just mean like i'm reading this and i'm like this is a very like uh, like i've had my teacher for a few months i know how she rolls and i'm like you would want to hear about like like i'll probably get a fantastic mark if i say i have depression and tell you about it but that'd be lying yeah however i was but it was like an open-ended one i was like well oh i know what i'm gonna do for this I know what it's like to be a certain person. So, I will now you'll you'll find out what I'm uh what my topic is and I will read it to you. Okay. It's very poetic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Growing up, I gravitated towards challenges. I always assumed the most difficult position in anything. Playing oh, hockey, okay. I was a goalie. Playing baseball, I was a pitcher. Cheering for hockey, the Edmonton Oilers. For some reason, it seems like it seems like I'm incapable of making things easy on myself. So, uh. with, so with all of that in mind, it should come as no surprise that my taste in music is just as emotionally taxing as cheering for the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> now you might be wondering, Evan, how can your music taste be emotionally taxing? After all, it's just music. It should entertain me. It should relieve my stress, not contribute towards it. <laughs> so to answer the question I asked for you, 
Why is my music taste at the root of my mental and emotional instability? That is because I am a Frank Ocean fan. It's, oh my gosh. It's pretty, okay. <laughs> not it's pretty much a full-time occupation. I don't clock in because I never <laughs> clock out. All 24 hours of all seven days of all 52 weeks each year, I wait for anything our king, in brackets Frank, chooses I to provide for us. I don't clock in because <laughs> I never clock out. That got me. I'm sorry. I wasn't. Uh, I thought that was. That's really good. I that's like that really line good. too. <laughs> Sometimes I ask myself why I'm a Frank Ocean fan. I imagine how much easier life would be if I was a Drake stan. Every year I would be able to sleep at night knowing an album is inevitably on the way. Or at the bare minimum, I would be able to go to sleep knowing he's still alive. The same cannot be said for Frank Ocean. Unless he is shot point-blank on a busy public street, caught on several HD security cameras with thousands of witnesses, he could die, and us devoted Frank Ocean fans would never know. We've become so desensitized to abandonment. Our king will go silent for five months, show up to the <laughs> Met Gala with a green baby prop, and then disappear without a trace for another seven months. And then just like that, another entire year has gone by with no new music. It has been six years since the last Frank Ocean album. Donald Trump hadn't started his presidency. Closer by the Chainsmokers was the number one song in the country. The group Rockhampton, I kind of kept everything rap central because like it just fit. The group Rockhampton sure. hadn't even formed yet. Fast forward to the present, and they just announced their final album before they separate. Frank Ocean has been gone for so long, entire groups have formed, flourished, and separated since his last drop. It's almost done. Now you might be wondering, Evan, why put yourself through this? Why do you still have hope? Why don't you just surrender and become a Drake stan? It's simple. Drake didn't make self-control. <laughs> Before I proceed, I should clarify. I mean, no, I mean no disrespect to Jersey. I don't mean to undermine the brilliance of oh the man gosh. responsible for passion fruit, race my mind, emotionless, Marvin's room, etc. But Drake didn't drop self-control. Or Nikes. Or Nikes. Drake didn't drop the greatest album of all time and then voluntarily pull it from Grammy eligibility just to make a statement, but Frank did. At this point, it's too late to turn around. Being a Frank Ocean fan is no longer a choice. It's a lifestyle. It is the oh foundation my of my identity, and I take pride in that. Not just You're any... having too much fun with yes, this. Yes, way too much fun. And I promise you, <laughs> listeners, if you've fallen asleep, there's like two more sentences. <laughs> Not just any average music enjoyer has what it takes to be a Frank Ocean fan. It requires An more An average patience. music enjoyer... <laughs> My friend gave me that word, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to use that. That's, 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 bro, that's, you're dipping into a little bit of meme culture right there. Oh, yeah. Average, average music enjoyer. Yeah. It requires more patience than anything else in this life. It requires a level of commitment and devotion beyond marriage. Being a Frank Ocean fan is no easy task, but I never expected it to be. As I said, I've never been one to take the easy route with anything, and my music taste is no different. That is what it's like to be a Frank Ocean fan. Whatever. Anyways. Oh, my um, gosh. That... That's actually really good, actually. <laughs> I, 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 I have fun in that class. I do <laughs> I do have fun oh every gosh. now and then. But uh, that's my... <laughs> I really liked that, actually. <laughs> I, I thought of something while you were reading that, and I was going to say it, and it, it's, it's escaped my brain now, and now I feel like a dummy. Oof. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. You know, being a Frank Ocean fan, there's, there's a decent amount of similarities to being a Josh Turner fan. <laughs> I, 
I mean, they, they drop they drop a stu- the only but and by similarities, there's really only one. You drop a well. But the thing Grammy. is, right? Josh Turner is still kicking around. He's still dropping yeah, like live yeah, albums yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I said that. some. He still like has a presence. He's still like they're not the same person by any means. And like the only the only the point that I was no, getting I know to is that you want you want a new Josh. I Turner want a studio. <laughs> I want an actually new album with new songs on it. Please, like that's all I want. That's all I need. Uh, all. <clears throat> we do have we we do have fun here. But uh, with yeah. that, I think we can move on to uh, the one single, the most notable song over these last few weeks that we want to talk about. One I am so happy ended up getting released, and that is the new Morgan Wallen single "Thought You Should Know" or single or just song. I think just song. The new Morgan Wallen song "Thought You Should Know." Uh, U-Proof is coming out on Friday. Oh, well. Yeah, and this um, one just came out, too. Yeah. Jeez. I, I hope it's Bro, building okay. to an album, but... Actually, yeah. before we talk about the song, because, like, with him releasing three songs like this, do you think there's an album coming out and, like... I want to think that, and I forget if I threw that on my story. Bro, if this man but... just dumps three, three singles and, like... Within a month? A month and a half. And then yeah. doesn't... I know, and the thing is, right... Like, the, if this is, if the pre-releases are anything to expect from an album, this could be a really freaking good album. Yeah, yeah. Like, actually, oh, Really good, because... Look, bro, I was one of those people that downloaded Don't Think Jesus off of... The the Instagram recording, I downloaded it off of YouTube. So I downloaded the downloaded version that somebody else had downloaded off of Instagram. Just to listen to it. <laughs> and, and I just to listen to it, like, in the car and stuff like that. Like, I couldn't even listen to it on Spotify. That's how poverty... That's how much poverty I was willing to go through. I'm not your average music enjoyer. <laughs> um, yeah, I <laughs> mean, I was surprised when he said, Don't Think Jesus is coming out. I was like, okay. I like we had Broadway Girls, but I mean that wasn't even released under his name, which I kind of like. And I was like, Yeah, it's not his song. Okay, I can, like, don't think Jesus. Yeah, and then he's like, Oh, thought you should know it's coming out, and I'm like, Wait, 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 wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why are you just becoming like? Why are you just making every right decision right now? What like, like why are you just being goaded? Uh, it's actually funny. I think the order that he's releasing these songs in is the exact same order that he released. Like he released like the acoustic tracks. Thought you should know. Was like I first. think. He- nah, I thought. Don't think Jesus was. F- oh thought, no, you're right. Thought, thought you should know, know was, was like first. in the song. All right, the order wasn't the same, but they're the same songs that he mm-hmm. released like a couple months after. You know, and he posted the, the incident. Yeah, and he posted a teaser of the new U proof, and I will say, sounds much better than the original. Yeah, much yeah. better. Um, yeah. so I'm excited I still need to, to hear the whole thing yeah I'm excited but, to hear like yeah. what the whole thing's about but the teaser makes it sound uh, watch him drop an EP and then come out with an album with the EP in in three months oh, the thing is oh. I'll say that and in four months I'll hate myself because it's true <laughs> like, he's actually he's actually going to do that don't and I'm gonna say be that bro. livid yeah I don't want him to do that Morgan please don't you're not listening but to this please, but please if, if you, you want to drop don't. an album the, if you want to drop an album of the year like it's trending to be right now please do because yeah. Thought You Should yeah. Know is stellar. I mean, I really don't know which of the two I prefer, Thought You Should Know or Don't Think Jesus. But, oh my gosh. I Some people were saying it was overproduced. What do, what do you mean? Like, they, they, they say that and they don't know 
what they mean to say is they don't like how different it sounds than the just a the, than, than a the, phone recording. The, than the like, phone recording that that he just played the guitar in. They it's not overproduced. It's, it's so just, acoustic. It's, just, it's so it's light. It's so yeah. I love it. I I really like the little like what is that an electric guitar or a steel guitar? It's like I think that's tenic, that's a steel guitar. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure it's a steel. It goes it goes like. Like just a little bit, like, yeah. You know, and it's like it's just in the background. It's like I think it adds a nice little drop of like, uh, just yeah. just a little bit of flavor to it. Just spice. I think it up that's a little bit. I think that's a big thing. That's part. That's one of the biggest reasons why people are like, oh, it's overproduced. Oh, no, no. What do it's you not, mean? It's just it's a normal. This is just how it's just a great. The, I think song. that's the one caveat to releasing songs before like. Yeah, is people like I, I mean we've seen it with the Miranda like Lambert with Seven album. Summer like Seven Summers is amazing, but then you had a bunch of like TikTok truck driving boys being like, "This isn't my. This isn't real country. This isn't the song that I thought." Even it was though be, the studio version is way more country than the tease. Um, yeah, I, but it's it's like what we saw on the. Though, oh no, you go. I was. Uh, I will say that four thought you should know. I think if it was just a guitar, and it was, I think I'd like that a lot. Not that I don't like what we got. Yeah, but I, I think know what if you there mean. was a studio recorded just him and a guitar, I think I think I could maybe like that more. I'm not saying yeah. I would. Um, but it's one of those things where, like, you know, maybe he could really go good. more acoustic, but. It's not like like it's still a very acoustic song, and I still think it sounds great. Um, but like you said, it's kind of like what we saw with Miranda Lambert's album that we just talked about. But it's like you hear the Marfa tape songs, and then you hear them produced in a studio, and it's like I don't think any of these are overproduced. Like if if I hadn't heard it before, I'd be like, "Wow, Waxahachie is a fantastic song." But because I've had a year to listen to the Marfa Tapes version, which is fully acoustic on a campfire, it's like, I, I kind of prefer that vibe, and I've gotten used, I've become accustomed to that vibe. And the same kind of applies where it's like, although, you know what, I think I, mm, it's tough to say. <laughs> I, I think Thought You Should Know, I, I think I think he nailed it. I don't think that he could have done a whole lot better. Like, it's about as, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have any complaints. That statement. I'd have to hear, my thing is, I I've listened to that that uh, acoustic phone recording so many times that that is what I was used to. Yeah. Um, and I think hearing a studio version of him and and him and just a guitar could be really good. But like I said, I don't need that. I just think it would be interesting to hear. We're harping on That's it. That's probably not ever gonna. It's happen, a it's. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic song. Um, that I don't know how he hits that note at the start of the chorus to just go from nothing to that but you know what i guess he's vocally built different but i it's it's catchy as and if all. you ask all the instagram white girls <laughs> he's he's physically built too you know yeah, bro wait anything. actually sorry 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 i just had the i know that was a joke that i just said but it's 100 percent true but one time in the uh when he, in his video when he covered cover me up before I think it was the Taste of Country YouTube yeah. video before he ever released his own version. I remember reading the comments, and a girl had said something like, "His forearm hair is so hot," and I, and I was like, "I was like, is this is what some 
somebody's girlfriend is out here wilding <laughs> on the YouTube comment section. Over and y'all, y'all, come get her. Come get her. She's over here. Somebody come get her. Help her out, man. <laughs> it cracked me up, bro. I was Aww. like, hey, yo. I was like, hey, yo. What are you about... What are you going to do to my man when you get a hold of his forearm hair? Like, come on. Come on now. Oh, my god. All right. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Song is good. Song is great. Song is good. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And for everyone's sake, I think we are going to move on <laughs> to, uh, to everyone's favorite segment. Uh, I almost just spat out the water. I was I could tell. I could tell. Uh, uh, anyways, I've just... I've got this random question. Uh, mm. Jaren, what are you listening to? Uh, funny you should ask that. Ah. Because I'm listening to an album that you told me that you hated. Uh-oh. <laughs> and that's uh, what you're bringing. And it's actually funny. Yeah, that's what I'm going to bring because I actually think it's a good album. It's, it's funny. Um, this is a, no pressure uh, now. This is, a, this is another album... Okay, sorry. Yeah, this is another album from a by a person whose album I had previously brought like a couple months ago, and uh, you probably maybe have an idea of who this is. <clears throat> Not really. Do you have a guess? Actually, not really. You don't have no. a guess. Okay. Um, this is Five Seconds Flat by Lizzie McAlpine. Oh. So a little little background. Um, this album came out about a month ago, I believe. Um, and. I remember a month or a week, like a week or two before it came out, I was like, "Oh, hey, Evan, I know you also liked that Lizzie McAlpine album that I that we talked Which about." I still, on the pod. I still, it's a really good. To album. I love that album. Check it out. Um, like it's it give is me a minute. A very good album. It's a fantastic album. Yeah, it it is. Um, and so I was like, "Hey, Evan, this one's coming out." And when it came out, finally, I remember listening to it, and I was like, "Hmm, this is different." But and I wasn't sure how I felt about it, and then Evan straight up was like, "Dog, I hate this. Thing. <laughs> I this is I can, horrible." I wonder if I can find my text. You, you, you could I'm try look and for swipe it up I, and find yeah, the text. Look for it while I talk. But it was, it's funny because as I've listened to this album, I will say it's not as good as "Give Me a Minute," but I think it's almost as good. Like, I and don't. I'm not. I. <laughs> I <laughs> hey, shut I up! This, the is, this is my. <laughs> okay, okay, just go ahead. So I said. Go ahead. Um. I, I texted him Wednesday, April 20th. Also, off topic, but I got like two-thirds through the new Lizzie album, and it pains me to say, but it sucks. At least the first two-thirds. <laughs> just not good. And then Jaren said, hmm, wow, I didn't think it was as good as the one before, but I didn't think it was that bad. And then what did I say? An ego thing, which is a name of one of the songs. An ego thing makes me want to drop kick an infant. Ceilings is solid though. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot you said that. <laughs> Granted, I still have to listen to the last leg, but man, Sorry, that I... first bit wasn't it for me. Okay, <laughs> look. Let me let me actually talk about this album because you're just trashing it. Um, <laughs> I I look, and I haven't gone back to it. I won't lie to you. I you only listened to it once, right? I've gone back to ceilings. A few times, which is no, I didn't like it, so I haven't really revisited it much. I, I, okay, that's interesting. I've gone back to give me a minute multiple times since Five yeah, Seconds yeah. Flat came out, but I just haven't gone back to. <sighs> yeah, like okay, so so let me let's just set a few, let's set some ground rules for this relationship with this album. Hmm. It's 
edgier and less I don't I don't want to say innocent, less like Taylor Swifty, like yeah. OG Taylor Swifty. No, that, that makes that's sense. A good, it's less happy go lucky. Um This is like the this is like the It's more angsty. Yeah. This is like the reputation guess, of Lizzie's. Yeah. Except this is better than reputation. Don't even talk to me about reputation. Miss me with that. Um, the chat. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I love. Do you not? Okay, so the title track I think is like really good. Like I really like Doomsday. Mm-mm. No. Like what do you? Because it doesn't even feel that different. No, like, well, it feels no, no, more. No, no, it no, feels, no, 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 no. So, it, if it my memory serves me correct, sorry, Doomsday is not that bad. Um, okay. But man, I'm trying. I'm trying to call back because it's been like a few weeks. Um, but I just yeah. remember an ego thing. The production on that actually made me like. I was walking my dog, and I was like. I'm Let me getting, play that I'm getting physically upset listening to this. Um, and then it just... Oh. It, it never got better with, like, the Jacob Collier song. And then then All My Ghosts, I just... I was like, what's going on? Reckless Driving. <laughs> I get what it's going for lyrically. But, wow, but I... It's just... <laughs> I, okay, okay, okay. I can see the production maybe being a bit i don't think it's that it doesn't abrasive. work for me i the, the production does not work for me like because lizzie on her first album she had like it was very acoustic very oh for sure very, it is very this, dreamy this... very soft yeah um and it, it's not that 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 softness isn't lost it's still at its core these acoustic little songs with her like breathy vocals and then we're just gonna slap some like freaking weird heavy <laughs> sharp sounds that don't match anything and we're gonna call it a song and it's like eh, hmm. i don't know like this this is your what, what i are would you listening to so i'm not gonna cut in too much but yeah I, I, he it, says I, that I, but he's the one who's been talking for the past five minutes you asked me to you asked me to <laughs> i know i'm kidding I, i'm kidding i'm kidding uh look okay I don't completely disagree with that, but I guess it works for me. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I would disagree with calling it sharp. I think it's just more in your face. It's definitely louder and just like, like there's more drums sometimes like in, uh, what in reckless driving, the very end of that song, it really kind of mm-hmm. like, it, it's almost like stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's supposed to be, that's the point of the song. And I don't mind and that then, part. And yeah, and no, then at the I, very, I very end, it just cuts it. off. Yeah, I don't... I, I really... I'm going to be honest. I, I will be honest. I, I forgot that <laughs> I forgot that okay. was a thing. Uh, the end of Reckless Driving. But now I remember mm-hmm. this, and I do remember listening and saying, like, okay, that was cool. The way it all built up and then just stops, obviously because the song is about, like, potentially getting yeah. in a car it's crash. Like a, it's, it's like it's a... It's a weird yeah. love it's really song. Cool. It's a weird... It's really cool. But uh, like I, that's why I say like I get what it's going for lyrically, but I I do really like that outro. I thought that was that was clever. Okay, okay. Let me first let me just let me just talk about the my my stance because this is what are we listening to at this point? It's just an album review of this <laughs> of this album. Yeah, no. But, um, like, do do your thing. Do your thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I need to stop. Orange Show Speedway is the closer, and I think it's probably my favorite song on this album. It's, it's just really good. I don't. I love throwing this album on. It's I, I still do the, I do the same thing with this album that I do with Give Me a Minute. I'll uh, throw it on when I'm reading, or I'll throw it on when I'm playing a video game, or I'll just throw it on when I'm doing whatever. It's a. It even though it is a little bit more stressful in nature and sound. It's still, at its core, like Evan said, it's still very much this breathy, acoustic, calming, quiet Mm -hmm. album. Um, Reckless Driving, I think, is a standout. Um, I really, I like Erase Me a decent amount. I don't hate an ego thing. I know that that one was the one that, like, told you told me that you wanted to dropkick an infant. (laughs) Which Um, I would never do. For legal purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he I says that. He says know. that. Um, no, but... And Doomsday, I think... I just... I don't know. I think it's... I feel similarly about... Okay, let's put it like this. You, uh, you Let's talk... Let's talk in terms of Midland. You, like... On the Rocks. It's like... Mm, like, top three album, right? For you. Yes. In all... Across all genres. Yes. And then when you compare On the Rocks to... Uh, uh, life roll. Wait, let it not roll. life rolls on. Let it roll. <laughs> not the. That's the. Let it roll. I started to say, life rolls on is a much worse album. Um, <laughs> let it roll. When you compare it to that, let it rolls, pretty, like, really good. But it, it just falls short, right? Would that be an accurate? Yeah, I. I still think the world of let it roll. I think it's yeah. an incredible album. Um, yeah. Okay. That's how I feel with. Give me a minute and five seconds flat. I think "Give Me a Minute" is my "On the Rocks," mm-hmm. and then, and then five seconds flat is my uh, "Let It Roll." I I can under maybe maybe look. I would just encourage you to try to listen to it again. Maybe skip "Ego" thing if Give that's the one chance. that really turned. Like okay, because look, I don't even know the fact that you hated it this much. Like, did you even listen to "Orange Show Speedway"? Maybe no. I just like no. That I, one did, I didn't get all the way through. Oh, okay. Well, listen. At least, okay. Look, I got like least... eight or nine songs through. I'll I'll go at it with a clear mind and skip an ego thing and okay. tell you how it goes. <laughs> well, okay. If you're gonna do it, just at least go all the way through it. But if I, you're, I'll if listen you're not, to Orange Speedway. It, like, at least I... listen to listen to Orange Show Speedway and Hate to Be Lame, featuring Phineas. Those okay. two songs. Those are like the two that if you haven't if you didn't listen to them on the first one, listen to them. Okay. But Doomsday and Orange Show Speedway. Just give them. Just give him a shot. Give him another chance. Guys, don't let... I would maybe, encourage maybe you guys my, to give this a shot. Maybe my opinion will change. Maybe I was just feeling angry that day. Yeah. Uh, well, like, like my it sounds like Evan anything. feels... What? I was going to say, my thoughts I... on an ego thing probably won't change. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, Probably not. But Evan feels... Like, it sounds like Evan feels similarly about this album that I did with um, Wild Card by Miranda Lambert. But then I just listened to it again like a year later, and I was like, oh, "This is amazing." <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe know. five. I'm not saying you're gonna do that. One of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, I'm not saying you're gonna do that. Unlikely, but <laughs> judging from the fact that you'd be willing to kick a, an infant, um, I don't know if you'll. <laughs> I don't know if you'll come around on this album. But well, anyway, we'll uh, see. I personally really like this album, and I would recommend you guys check it out. If you did check out Give Me a Minute and you liked that, check this one out, because you'll probably maybe like it, but maybe the production will turn you off. Who knows? Whatever. Kill me. Sue me. I don't <laughs> care. Uh, so, 
I have an album I've been listening to. And you know what? It's an album I never thought I would like. Because I generally kind of just hate on this group because it's fun to hate on them. And then one of the songs came on when I was just like um, shuffling through like recommended songs like of a playlist Apple made for me. I was like, dang, this is a banger. And then I went and checked out the album. I was like, dang, there's bangers. And I kind of like, oh, there was also a few I knew, but I forgot. Dang. And it is Old Dominion's 2017 album, Happy Endings. Uh, it is the album that had their a lot of their biggest hits, Written in the Sand, uh-huh. Hotel Key, and No Such Thing as a Broken Heart. Um, I think No Such Thing as a Broken Heart is an absolute bop, and I will stand by that. I, I love that song. Uh, Can shoot- I say something real quick? Yeah. So... I, I, too, have had mixed feelings about Old Dominion. Um, I do enjoy No Such Thing as a Broken Heart. I hate Hotel Key. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't have anything uh, against it, but it was definitely and I think, And I think Shoe Shopping is a sleeper. I was, was just going to say Shoe Shopping, but yeah. I put Shoe Shopping on my story with like a picture of a sunset like a week ago. I, I remember think. that. And then, like... In the same day, I think you also put an Old Dominion song on your I think story. I was first, not to claim it, but unless it was a uh, coincidence. Yeah, no, that's a lie. I think I was first. I'm just kidding. I'm Because it was definitely before a sunset. But anyways, um, the two songs that I've been listening to, like, so much. I mean, mm, New York at Night is pretty cool. But there's two specific songs that, like, I have been listening to so much. Like, it... If I could, you know, like the Receipify or whatever, where you're able to like yeah. get a receipt of yeah. your most listened to songs on Spotify. If that was available for Apple, honestly, Stars in the City and Still Writing Songs About You would probably be some of my most listened to songs recently. I've been going back to those two songs so much. They are so smooth. Stars in the City literally makes me feel like I'm driving a spaceship, like, it, hmm. but in, in a country way. Like it's not like some techno. <laughs> hold on, it's not like some. Wait, what, what's that one? Uh, what's that one? Disaster. It's like it's just what's that so one smooth. Tim McGraw song. That's Chevy like... spaceship. Uh, yep, it's yep, not. Yep, it's yep. not like that. Stars in the city <laughs> is so smooth. You just feel like you're floating. Um, still writing songs about you. Oh, I don't know what okay, it is I'll... about it, but those two it. songs. I'll do it. I'll do it. Just... Okay, <laughs> Have just been hitting so hard. And still writing songs about you, I think it's, like, lyrically, I think it's a pretty interesting song because he's basically saying, like, I'm an artist. I should be able to write songs about anything. I should find inspiration everywhere. Like, I've experienced all these crazy things. I've traveled the world. I should have so much to write about, but I'm still writing songs about you. And then there's, like, the line before the second chorus where he's like, "Um, I'm stuck on a line because I know what rhymes with blue. And then the chorus comes right in with, like, you on a sun and it's like oh they're so catchy so catchy they sound so good it's like mid it midland holy frick it's like old dominion as good as they can get like it it's got great energy it's that like smooth inoffensive sound but not to a point where it's bland and i just i those two songs stars in the city and starring songs about you but I've naturally been listening to like the whole album, and I do think there are more 
decent songs than I originally thought because, like I said, it's kind of fun to clown on Old Dominion, especially when they sweep every award show for absolutely nothing. But, um, yeah, yeah. bro. Happy Endings by Old Dominion. That's what I've been listening to. They consistently rob Midland and Brothers Osborne of of awards. Um, And look, I don't hate Old Dominion, but... I also don't think that they're better than. I naturally Osborne am just against them because Midland. of what they've done to my boys, my Gator boys. <laughs> the sins they've committed. Yeah. The uh, crime. The crimes against better music. <laughs> Except for I tell you what though, Stars in the City, starring songs about you. If they have more songs like that, I'd be like, okay, I'm on board. Yeah, I've been a I've been a fan of shoe shopping ever since my buddy Zach showed it to me about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I. I really like it. It's one of my favorite songs to listen to at night or like when I'm driving. Uh, I just really like it. It's a vibe. Anyway, yeah. That's what um, we've been listening uh, to. That is what we've been listening to. Oh, wait, really quick. Um, All My Ghosts by Lizzie McAlpine is also very good off of her newest album. Anyway, uh, Evan, you're gonna, you ready to uh, guess um, who, who the frick? You ready to guess who, who the freak? Um, yes, it is time for Jaren's game. Who the mm-hmm. frick where? Mm-hmm. He has some artists mm-hmm. lined up. He has some facts pulled from their Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he is going to tell me the facts. And I have three mm-hmm. guesses yeah. to guess mm-hmm. who it is. Mm-hmm. They will progressively get harder. We yeah. have three artists. Play along wherever yeah. you are. Uh-huh. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, let's run it. Yeah. All right. Let's just let's just jump right into it. Let's just do it, man. Um. All right. So this one. Whew, okay. I think you can get this one. I think you can. Um, this artist is a member of the Grand Old Opry. I just said Grand Old Opry. It's Grand Old Opry, not Grand Old. Sorry. They have also won three Grammy Awards, 14 Academy of Country mm. Music Awards, 14 Country Music Association Awards, and two American Music Awards. That is a decent resume. Yeah. So this person has probably been well accomplished. For this a I'm while. thinking like. Yeah. Award shows, people that award shows like, because um, I don't really know a time period yet, but naturally I'm just thinking like more recent, someone that yeah. has like a repeat winner, someone that gets a lot of wins. Um, yeah. And I mean, old Do you Dom- just old Dominion you just have a guess? kinds of like awards, but I'm not gonna guess them. Um, That's true, but has. I'm just trying to help you think. Has has old there, this person or persons? Because it could be a group. I didn't say if it was or not. But they they've won three. This person has won three Grammy awards. So like, do you think Old Dominion's done that? Is I guess the question you might want to ask yourself. I don't think so. Has Miranda Lambert? Won? I think she has. But I don't know how many. Um. I've got a few names, but you know what? Oh, I forgot to time you. Uh, ten seconds. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'll just throw it out there. First guess, Miranda Lambert. Um, that is incorrect, but I will say that's a good guess. Um, I would say it's close in terms of notoriety. Okay. Okay. Next guess. Next clue, I mean. I was going to say, hold on, I need another clue. <laughs> this artist has co-written two books. That's What? It. <laughs> yeah. Two books. Yeah. Uh-huh. I figured that this guess this clue wouldn't help you, but I have to go with kind some of a cool pretty fact. vague clues kind of sometimes. Cool yeah, um, it is. I, 
when you say Miranda or when you said Miranda was like, you know, ballpark, uh, that instantly Carrie comes to mind. But I feel like I don't don't think too well. I feel like Carrie's I would also bigger. put Carrie is also in that ballpark. I'm not saying that Carrie is or isn't this person, but it's it would be. Don't necessarily just think th- female though. Too don't like it could. I didn't. Blokes. I don't want you to get caught on. Yeah, on no, I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to think. Like, I'm trying to think. Who who could I? What country musicians could I see sitting down and writing a book? And oh man. Um, holy crap. I'm fumbling. Time back just ran here. out. Go ahead and guess. Oh man, I'm, I'm completely. I forgot to warn you. Back. Uh Thomas Rhett. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, I completely fumbled that. Thank, uh, I, I will say, thank higher stand. Like you, you've higher standard, better quality. Okay. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Last. Last clue. This one should help you out a lot more. <clears throat> a person from another genre famously covered one of this artist's songs in a live stream fundraiser. Oh, okay. So now I now it's down to two. But because I'm pretty sure you're referencing Post Malone here, which is fresh in my mind from the Midland I? Review. Well, I mean, naturally, I think of like when Post Malone played <laughs> Brad Paisley and Stirs and Simpson. But sure. Oh, but which one is it? I'm gonna have to take a fifty-fifty because, like, I feel like they both won, they both won Grammy. I feel like Sturgill has think more. Of, think about. Okay. Like you said, maybe. they have three Grammys, right? I would. Do you want me to re? I, I'll re restate the awards that they've won. If you I want feel to. like Sturgill has a lot of Grammys. You have ten seconds. Do you want me to restate the awards that they've won? No, I think I'm good. I'm gonna say. Okay. Oh man, if I get, I, I, on the basis that One I think second. Sturgill has more Grammys, I'm gonna say Brad Paisley. That would be correct. Okay. Yeah, I had no clue that Brad has <laughs> co-written two books. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's but got I can two see books. it. He wrote one in two thousand three, I think, and then one in two thousand eleven. Like what kind of books? One was just like the second one was just kind of like story. I think both of them are just kind of like stories and life lessons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like Josh Turner has one too. I have it. I was gonna say you hundred percent have it. I do. I do. It's a good book. Um. But anyway, let's uh, let us continue on. It helps that that post Malone thing's like fresh in my mind from the middle. Yeah, I knew that that one. I knew that you were gonna have a hard time with it. And the thing is, you know, with artists, people know so many things about artists that you have to find things that are gonna immediately give it Mm -hmm. away. Um, all right, next artist. Sorry, had a little, had to burp right there. Um. This artist took an interest in hip-hop music at an early age, citing the Space Jam soundtrack in a compact disc of Eminem songs given to him by a friend as his main influences. Ernest. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I've heard I that knew, story before. I knew. As soon as I, you said yeah, that, I was like, yeah, wait, yeah, I've heard yeah. this. I've heard this story. I figured, 
I should have saved that that one for that question. What were your for other last, clues? What were your other clues? I was kind of banking on I was kind of banking on you forgetting who it was. I Especially since there. like That's fine. during the Ernest review, I kind of got lost researching him a little bit. So yeah. I kind of read about it. Uh, what were your, what were your yeah, other two hints sense. you had? Um, you probably know all this stuff. Um, I I knew this one would be easy. Something That's why I. Because this Ernest was originally going to be the third artist, but then I looked at the facts and then I was like, this this is going to be easier than the other one that I have. Um, so the other one at age nineteen they is suffered a heart, heart attack, attack brought yeah. on by yeah viral infection developed a drug addiction while in college playing basketball, and then um, the last one was in twenty nineteen this artist toured with Mo- Mason Ramsey and Chris Lane. I had to think of some things that when I should have saved the first clue. the, the first clue the would have been the giveaway there, but. But I was banking on you forgetting, and so I was gonna hope to maybe catch well, you. Well, I don't forget, catch, man. Catch you lacking. But that well, was that was a clean. That's not true. That was cold from me. I came in no that hesitation. That was good. Can I get the Can I get good. the sweep though? Because I'm now gonna sit here like a freaking uh, we'll see. sack of potatoes while you read out. This I feel like one. I feel like this one might get you. I'm gonna go from the highest but... high to the lowest low. Oh man! All right. Okay, here Let's I'm gonna it. do. Okay. I'm going to put my first clue for this person. I'm going to do that as the last one because I, I yet again think that that might be the best clue. Um, so let's do this. This artist was born in Hannah, South Carolina. They grew up in church and founded a gospel quartet called Thankful Hearts where they sang bass in addition to singing bass and baritone parts in choirs. Oh, South Carolina. Who grew up in Carolina? I mean, I think... Ooh, wait. I think I might have a really good guess here, actually. Because when you're saying they would sing baritone in a choir... Uh Uh-huh. And they were in the church (laughs) in Carolina. (laughs) I'm going to go Jeopardy style. Who is Scotty McCreary? Ah, false. Ah, ah. You thought you had it. You thought you had it. I thought you had Dang. it, bro. I thought. I, I thought, thought I had a really the, good guess there. I was like, that is a. That is a. Okay. No, no, I can't. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. Um, I'm gonna stop talking. Um, all right, next. Especially the baritone part. I was like, hey, wait, this makes so much sense. This artist. Oh, I don't know. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm on your tail. Yeah, I'm you. Hot on your tail. You're gonna. You'll probably get this one. This artist's second studio album was nominated for Best Country Album at the 49th Annual Grammy Awards. Forty ninth. What? What was that? I don't know. If you don't know, then you don't know. You better not be looking it up right now. I don't know. I, I don't know what the Grammys are on. I, I feel like they're on like the fifty fifth or something, right? So that's like six years ago. Like the twenty sixteen seventeen range. Uh nominated for a Grammy. I would love to help you, but I will not because nominated that... for a Grammy or won the Grammy, sorry. They were nominated. For country album of the year. Their second album. From Carolina. That's where it gets tough. Because that should narrow it down a lot. I was really banking on you not knowing a whole lot about this person. I don't know who else from Carolina. Like, I think Luke Combs is from Carolina. 
but I think I think that's correct. But I so, don't. There's a lot of country artists that are from the Carolinas. Don't say that because so. I can only think of a few right now. <laughs> You're making me feel bad. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. At the 49th Grammy. Uh, I forgot to set a timer, but you gotta guess. <laughs> yeah, I do have to guess, but I, I don't really have a guess. Cole Swindell's Georgia, isn't he? And we already just throw one out. Yeah. Coleswindell. Yeah, he's from Georgia. But he's Georgia. Nope. 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 Alright. Last one. I'm gonna be really happy if you don't get this. <laughs> I'm not this, fun fact. This artist got a huge boost in their career when they played a song at the Grand Old Opry. And their debut at the Grand Old Opry. I forgot to mention that. After they played their song for the crowd, they were asked for an encore. Since the band had only practiced one song, they played that song again for the encore. Oh, I feel like I've heard something like this before. Oh, you probably have. <laughs> oh. Ah. Oh, let me, oh, let me set a timer. Uh. Okay. No, 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 no. But they only played one song. Because they only had one. Who is that? Um, Eric Church is from Carolina, but I feel like you, for a third person, I feel like that's too big. Like, I feel like, I feel like I would know, um, <laughs> they only knew one song. Crap. 20 seconds left. Oh, man. Ah, uh, okay. You know what? I'm just gonna throw it out there, even though I think it's wrong. Luke Go Combs. Ahead. That is incorrect. Who was? Would it? you like to hear the answer? Yes. Josh Otis Turner. <laughs> Bro. Because now it's all coming back. It was, um, shoot. Yeah, yeah. What was the song he played, he played again? It was Long, Long Black, Black Train. It was a song he wrote in college, and he played it at the Grand Old Opry. And um, he, so what, what year of Grammy are we on? Uh, so you were thinking that we're much later than you thought we were. Um, because the 49th was 2006. Oh my gosh. Okay, that and, threw me off badly. I thought yeah, we were like yeah. on like the. I wasn't gonna say anything because I was winning. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> what Grammy is this year? Oh, we're on the sixty fourth. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought we were on like the fiftieth or like the fifty second <laughs> or third. So I was like, "Okay, uh, is this kind of recent?" Frick. I will say though. Look, I, I know should have got it other... off that last clue though. That yeah, that should have yeah. clicked, but I was too dead set on recent. I was way yeah. too set on that for no reason. I knew, I knew that I was worried that you were gonna get it, but then when you said that you thought that we were pretty recent, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything because I'm because I'm winning now. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I will say. Although other great albums came out in 2006, I stand by the fact that Your Man is one of the best albums that came out during the 2000s, and it should have won in 2006. Who won over um, it again? I, uh, I, I'm trying to remember. Best country 
album Grammys nomination. Uh, Grammy Awards. Why am I having so much trouble finding it? <laughs> it was Alison Krauss and Union Station. Look, I also love... Wait, hold up. Research Jaren is being baffled. Okay, I found a... Okay, that's an... Okay, maybe I accidentally put the wrong year? That's weird. This page, this other Wikipedia page is listing your man and the 2007 year. Either way, it's around the... You wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> yeah, no. I was, um, I was way off. I don't know. I think it was. I thought. It, oh well, the album came out in two thousand six, and it was probably up, up for the two thousand seven Grammys. Yeah. Um. So that would make sense. Um. It Dixie Chicks taking the Long Way album won, and it was up against Alan Jackson, like like on a Red Rose, Little Big Town, The Road to Here, and Willie Nelson. You don't know me. The songs of Cindy Walker. Uh, and look, those aren't bad albums, but your man it's is not your man. Your man is iconic. It, it, it is. That it song? definitely is the most iconic of the ones. Look, and I get—I know I'm biased, but I just think that that album is just so strong. No, I, I actually. And I know I'm. A, uh, it's just I don't I don't have you listened to it like all the way. Yeah. You probably have. Yeah. But I. Man, it's just so good. Okay, but so yeah, I just, right. I'm a Josh Turner fan, so I'm I'm always gonna take his side. So. You should write an essay about it. But uh, oh, I have. <laughs> oh, about him not winning? No, I haven't done that. But I've written essays about him. That's incredible. Or with him. In That's it. all I could ask for. Uh, no. Anywho, thank you once again for tuning in to today's episode of Waves on the Shore. If you've made it to the end, as always, you are the best of the best, and we appreciate you dearly. Um, I. Ka-chow. What? Ka-chow.